Good morning and thank you for tuning in to And She Shall Be Called Woman with your host for the hour, Reverend Kathy LaFleur. I just want to thank you for tuning in again today. And remember, you can tune in for new episodes every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Anchor FM. You can also find us streaming on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts. We're on Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and we're also on CastBox and Apple Podcasts. So you can go to any one of those streaming platforms and catch the show. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page and She Shall Be Called Woman. And we now have an Instagram page. Just look for and She Shall Be Called Woman logo and follow us there for new information and updates. I want to thank all of my returning followers and of course, welcome all of the new listeners to the show. Um, We do have some sponsor information available, but I'll give you that at the end of the show. Um, Let's go ahead and go into prayer so we can get right into to our lesson of the day. Today is May 23rd, 2020 on Saturday. Amen. So let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you right now for all that you have already done, God. We thank you, oh God, that you have watched over us, Lord, that you have covered us, that you have kept us, God, in the midst of it all, that you alone are God and we acknowledge you to be our Lord and our Savior. Hallelujah. God, I give you glory on this morning for this word that you have given me for your daughters, for your people, Lord God, for those that are looking and seeking after the voice of the Lord. I thank you and I ask you right now, God, that you would decrease me. Lord God, and allow your spirit to increase. Speak now to the people that are listening out for your voice. Oh God, give us instructions and directions. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And so the scripture reading is going to come from a familiar text for us this morning. If you can turn with me to Psalm 23. Amen. Psalm 23, a very familiar text in your hearing. Psalm 23, and I'm going to be reading it from the King James Version. So if you have a different translation, that's okay. I'm just going to be reading it from the King James Version. Amen. Psalm 23. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointeth my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And so we are going to talk this morning about God in control. God in control. Hallelujah. God is in control. We're going to talk about God in 
control. And so when we look at this passage, we look at Psalm 23, we know that the writer is David and and we understand that he is writing this particular psalm describing what the Lord and who the Lord and how the Lord is to him. But I just want to let you know on this 23rd, huh? 23rd day of May in this 23rd Psalm that the same Lord and the same God that David was writing about, we too can understand this text in our own homes and for our own selves. We can explain to others who God is to us. God in control is the Lord that is our shepherd. Ah, my God. And so let's go ahead and break down the text just verse by verse, just for a few moments here. The Lord is my shepherd. And and when I was looking at it this morning, I began to focus on the word is. Uh, The Lord is my shepherd. Now, when you use the word is, is means that I've accepted it. Is means that I've accepted him as uh, my shepherd. Is means that I've claimed him to be so. Is is in the present. Uh, It means right now. Is is, ah my God, it's a word that doesn't bend or alter. It's not common. Compromising, it means that I'm standing on who I know that he is. It's it's a word of assurance and a word of insurance. He is my shepherd. It doesn't matter what's going on around me. It doesn't matter what it looks like to me. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday or last night or even early this morning. The Lord is, ah, my God, he is my shepherd. Well, what is a shepherd, Rev? A shepherd is a guide. It's, a shepherd is our protector, the one who not only stands in front of me, Ah, but the one that goes before me, he's the head of my life. He is the one that gives me directions. He watches over me, makes sure that I don't go astray. He's not only my way maker, he's my caretaker. My God, he's my shepherd. The Lord is, I'm assured of this. He's my shepherd. Ah, and it says, I shall not want. Uh, well, what it mean? What does it mean not to want? Uh, not to want means not to lack for anything. It, it means not to long for anything. Things. It, it means to have the desires and to possess it. it. It means that there's no void or there's no absence of my God. I, there's no absence. There is a fulfilling of what everything that I stand in need of. Uh, it, it, it means uh, not just a wish, but to hope. Uh, he's Jehovah Jireh where I lack nothing. Uh, my God, it, he's my provider. So I don't have to worry about needing things. Uh, Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, and my God will supply every need according to his riches and glory. So my provider is not based off of my bank account. It doesn't have anything to do with stimulus or my checking account. It it has everything to do with his riches and glory. And because he's rich in everything, not just financial riches, he's rich in hope and and he's rich, oh my God, in, in love and he's rich in patience and rich in forgiveness. He's rich in all things. And because he's my shepherd, then I lack nothing. Nothing. Oh my God, I, I'm rich in joy. I'm, I'm rich in peace. I'm rich in my steadfastness. I'm rich, oh my God, in my prayer life. I'm rich in worship. I'm rich because the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Oh my God, I don't lack nothing because he's my shepherd. And then it goes on to say, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Ah, oh, He make me to lie down in green pastures. What does it mean that he makes? me to lie down in green pastures. Well, I'm glad you asked. It means that
that he assembles me. Uh, he appoints uh, my shore. He appoints to me uh, where I should rest. He, he designates the area uh, that is required for me to rest peace, peacefully in him. He designates the area for me, a place where there's new opportunity. See, green represents Ashutoro. Green is a symbol of, of, of resurrection. It's, it's green is also a sign of growth. Uh, it's, it's, it's a sign of new beginnings, a, a sign of flourishing, a, a sign of restoration. Green is, is a sign of safety and fertility. It's, it's a symbol of freshness and, and harmony and hope. So he makes me to rest. Uh, he assembles me in a place where I can rest peacefully and knowing that there is a resurrection that's happening on the inside of me, a, a sign of growth and, and my maturity. I, I can rest in knowing that he is maturing me right where I am. He's going to show me a new beginning, a sign where I can flourish and, and be restored, a, a sign where I feel safe and a sign where I am fertile. I can produce some things. He, he makes me to lie down. He assembles me. Uh, he appoints me into a place, a designated place where I can just rest. Huh? Knowing that the Lord is my shepherd. Huh? He leads me, oh my God, besides the still waters. Uh, uh, a part of a stream uh, where there is no visible current. Uh, still waters uh, means that nothing is moving in chaos. Uh, still waters mean that there's nothing disrupting uh, or nothing disturbing. Uh, my, my peace, my laying down and resting in him. Uh, still waters uh, is a place of purification. Uh, the water represents life. Uh, still waters uh, where it can be still uh, and I can see clearly. Still water. Oh, my soul. Still waters. My God, he, he leadeth me beside the still waters. He, he doesn't take me into chaos. He, he doesn't take me into drama. He doesn't take me into a, a place where I'm disturbed and, 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 and detoured. Oh my God, there are a place where I can't see my way through. How much sure. I am in a place where there is still waters. And then it says, my God, and he restoreth my soul. Well, preacher, what do you mean that he restores my soul? If, if there was ever a time, sure, when we needed our soul restored, now is the time. In the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of coronavirus, in the midst of politics versus religion, in the midst of bickering and arguing, in the midst of death all around, God takes me to a place where he restores my soul. My God, the key word in restoration is rest. He takes me into a place to give me time to rest. He took me off work. Why God? So I can rest in him. He took me He took me out of church. Why God? So I can rest in him. It's a place where I can replenish, where my soul can be revived, where I can feel renewed. Now I'm in the face of my shoulder. When, when things come up against me, now in the face of the enemy, now in the face of, of, of trauma, I can still rest and be restored. I, I can face the issues I, once I'm restored. I, I, now I can handle the attacks once I'm restored. Now I can prepare for the problems once he restores me. There's no problem too big for me to face because God is in my life. He restores what's on the
the inside of me. I, my God, hallelujah. I know that there are some things that have re been restored externally. Uh, your bank account may have been restored. I saw through your marriage. I saw in the midst of this rest, uh, your marriage has been restored. Families have been restored. Friendships have been restored. My God, hallelujah. There are things that are being restored. Uh, my God, refreshed and, and renewed and revived because the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, he leadeth me. I saw through in the past of path of righteousness for his name's sake. My God, glory, hallelujah. Where he takes me, I sure it's the right directions. It's not just physically, I sure it's not just a physical location, but it's mentally where he takes me in my mind. Because I don't have to think about tomorrow. I don't have to worry about what's gonna happen later on today. He leads me in the path of righteousness. My mind is stayed on him, my heart is stayed on him. My, my eyes are fixed on him. My heart depends on him. He said, I lead you. He leads me in the path of righteousness. Why? For his namesake. The thing that I think are his thoughts. The thing that I speak are his words. Proverbs 4 and 11 says, I have directed you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in upright paths. God will make known to us the path of our life. In his presence uh, is fullness of joy, uh, and he does it for his namesake, uh, for his representation uh, and his reputation. Uh, his name reveals his character. Uh, his name reveals his attributes. Uh, his name reveals his personality and his sovereignty, his deity, uh, his seal, and his approval, uh, his signature, my God, uh, his namesake. He said, I'm doing it so they'll know my name. Uh, I'm doing it so they'll call my name. Uh, I'm doing it so they'll depend on me. I am the God in charge. I am the God in control. I am the God of your salvation. I am the Lord, your shepherd. You shall not want. I'll restore you. I'll keep you and I'll lead you in a path of righteousness for my name's sake, my God. They'll know when they see you going the right way, it was because you're going in my, my name. I am the way, the truth, and and the life, uh, my God. Then it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley, I shut that though I walk through the valley. Mm. Of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Mm. Even through ha, the plagues that are spreading throughout the land, ha, my God, everywhere you turn, death is all around us. My God Almighty, a shadow on my shore. See, a shadow can be scary. A shadow casts off an image, and it makes things appear bigger than they actually are. If you're in the dark and you see a shadow you can't really be sure what you're looking at and the suspense of danger can frighten you but the word says even when I can't tell what it is I will fear no evil because I know you're with me the God that said he'll never leave nor forsake me when I have to go out and shop for my family in this COVID season I know thou are with me when I have to go to different appointments I will not fear because I know you are with me. They made some people go back to work, 
But I'm telling you, sons and daughters, don't fear, for God is with you. Fear not evil, because he's with you. And yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to fear no evil, because the Lord God is in control. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The shepherding tool, my God, was a staff. It was something for the shepherds to lean on in case the ground was not dry for them to sit on. It was rest for the shepherds. The, the tools are the rod and the staff. They're one tool in one. One end, my sure, is a long stick, but the back end is a hook. My God, that's called the rod. The long part is called the staff. But the, see, the, the, there was a rumor going around that the, the rod was used for correction and discipline. Mm, but the shepherd doesn't beat the sheep uh, to force them to follow. I'm not sure. The rod is used for protection. It's a symbol of love. With loving kindness, he says, have I drawn thee. The curled end of the staff is the rod, and it was used to pull sheep out of danger. Pull you out of misfortune. Pull you out of unfortunate situations. When the sheep were caught in the thick brush, or the sheep, Amasha, fell into deep waters, the rod was used to defend, oh my God, to help you up out of the deep waters. The rod is used to help us out when we fall. So every time, I sure you think of falling, think of your shepherd bringing you out. The rod is used to bring me out. The rod is used to bring me out of situations that I fell into. The rod is used to help me out of danger that I may have walked into. The rod is used when you can't call on nothing else. Call on the rod and the staff. The rod was used to defend sheep against predators. The rod and the staff was to ward off enemies. It's a symbol of God's protection against the enemy. It's a symbol of God's love. The rod and the staff are part of the same tool working together. My God, the staff, my God, I can lean on even in these days. It's Jesus. He's the one who holds me up. The staff that guides me and keeps me on track. My shoulder, when I'm walking out of damn into danger, the staff moves me back on the path of righteousness. When I'm about to post something that is unseemingly out of his character, it's the stab that tells you to delete, daughter. Don't post that. When I want to comment or say something outside of character, it is the stab that'll get you back in line. My God Almighty, he loves me and his comfort is his authority. He has authority over me. He ruled me, my God, as my shepherd, but he doesn't beat me into understanding. He doesn't whoop me. He doesn't beat me to follow him. My God, he said, I stand at the door and knock. My God, those that let me in, I will come in and sup with you. My God, verse five says, thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Oh my God. Look, ladies, there's been a shift, a shift in direction. We've gone from the fields 
and the pastures and the still waters to the table. Some have said that the enemies were at the table, but the word of God says that he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. They were there to be a witness. They were invited to see what took place. They got to see what he did for me. Thou anointed my head with oil. See, they saw you get set aside. They saw you getting elevated. They saw, they saw your expansion. They were a witness to your appointment. They saw him consecrate you. He said, thou anointed my head with oil. They saw you being set apart. My God, set up to be set apart, to be used. Your setback is about to be your greatest comeback. They saw you. It says, my cup runneth over. That's the overflow, the blessings, the fulfillment. My God, what is the cup? Come on, preacher, what is the cup? The cup is the vessel that's filled with the oil of God. It means that I have more than enough. It means that I have more than enough. But it also means that I am more than enough. For God before me, who can be against me? Greater is he that lives inside of us than he that is in the world. I have greatness overflowing on the inside. I have greatness overflowing on the inside. My cup is running over. There's room to spill out, to come on my soul. My God, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And, and I will dwell, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. To dwell in the house of the Lord means I already have access. I have access to the sanctuary of worship, unhindered access into God's presence. Psalm 24 and four says, one thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. See, I have access into God. It doesn't matter if the church building is closed or the church building is open. I have access on my shore right from the side of my room. I have access even if I'm in my car. I have access even if I'm on my job. I have access to the all-knowing God, the great I am. The Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd, the word comes from the word pastor. In the Latin, it was pastoris from the word shepherd. In Luke, chapter 2, it talks about the angels appearing unto the shepherds. Let me explain something to you. My God Almighty, for those of you that may have lost your pastor this week, for those of you that may have lost your pastor this week, I just came to tell you that the Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your pastor. He leads you beside the still waters. Be at peace. My God Almighty.
Almighty. He's your shepherd and you shall not want. He makes you to lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside the still waters. Let him restore your soul and lead you in the path of righteousness for his namesake. And though it gets scary to know that your leader has carried on, that has passed away, the Lord, oh my God, will come keep you. He will keep you. He will comfort you. His rod and his staff, my God, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell where your pastors dwell. You shall dwell where our father is in the house of the Lord. For how long, Rev? Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. You don't have to worry about a thing. God has his hands on you. God in control. When God is in control of our situations, we don't have to worry about the disease. We don't have to worry about death because there is an afterlife. There is life after this. Get your life together. Get your business fixed. Get your hand in God's unchanging hand. God in control. He's in control of you and he's in control of me. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you for every listener, for every heart, God. For every circumstance, for every situation, God. For we decree and we declare that you are our shepherd. We shall not want. It doesn't matter, God. Where, oh my God, where you take us, God. We know that you're leading us into righteousness. It doesn't matter, God, what's going on around the world. You'll lead us to still waters when things are in chaos. God, you will be our peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. We don't have to understand COVID. We just got to understand that you are our Lord, that you are our shepherd. So I pray for every woman, God, and every man that may tune in. I pray for every woman, God, that will hear this broadcast. And I pray on this 23rd day of May, God, that you will stir something in them from Psalm 23, God, that you will stir in them. Oh, my God, restore, God, their soul, God, so they can feel like pressing on, God. I pray right now, God, that you will restore their joy, restore their love, restore their peace, restore their mind, restore their heart, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will restore them, God, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, God. And we will be so ever grateful uh, to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in the name of Jesus. We will give you praise and honor in the name of Jesus. We pray. Thank you, God. We worship you, God. We worship because you are in control. God in control. God in control. You are in control no matter what it looks like. Huh? No matter what it sounds like, God. Whose report shall we believe? We believe the report of the Lord God. And I thank you for this broadcast. I thank you. I thank you for the word that you have given us today. 
I thank you, Lord God, how you are restoring us even in this moment right now, God. I thank you that we know, God, who you are to us personally and collectively, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that we can go through this day holding on to the 23rd Psalm, Lord God, knowing that it is you who is our shepherd. Mm. And we pray for every pastor, Lord God. We pray for every pastor, oh God, that is tending to your flock, God. We pray that you will give them strength, oh God. We pray, Lord God, that the angel of the Lord will appear to them like they did in Luke 2. We pray, Lord God, that the angel of the Lord will bring them good tidings, bring them a good word, hallelujah, that they can go out and to share with all the nation and all the world, God. We pray for their covering and their protection, God. We pray for their hearts and their mind. We pray for their souls and their spirit right now. Every pastor that is operating under your name, God, the ones that you call, the ones that you sent, God, not the went, but the ones that you sent to do greater work than these. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. I want to thank you for tuning in today. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this podcast, you can do so. You can do so with small monthly donations to help us sustain the future episodes. Uh, You can just go to Anchor FM and click on the sponsor tab and you can donate either 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or you can stretch out and donate $9.99 a month. Or you may want to just do uh, impartation, just a seed, sow a seed into the ministry. You can send a seed to official Rev K, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, Rev K. You can send a seed to the cash app, official Rev K. <clears throat> May God bless you and keep you. Until then, ladies, always remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I thank God for each and every one of you. God bless you. Have a wonderful Saturday. Amen.